Hello again and welcome to another time-sticking YouTube video. Today we're going to be talking about a history that Rolex has with quartz watchmaking. So stick with us through this intro and we're going to have a look at these watches with you. Now, Rolex's quartz endeavors date all the way back into the 1960s and then began production in the 1970s. As they went, the 1970s were a strange and tumultuous time for Swiss watchmakers. Japanese quartz made its commercial debut at the beginning of the decade, and it was essentially an uphill battle from there. Originally throwing their hat in with other Swiss watchmakers, Rolex lent resources to the development of the Beta 21 movement which had commercial releases across Swiss brands by 1970. Rolex's first jaunt into quartz watches with the Beta 21 made it difficult to retain certain recognizable features with their case design. Ditching their oyster case design to accommodate this new and shared movement, the Beta 21, took some wind out of Rolex's sails. So by 1972, they turned their R&D toward an in-house quartz movement. This movement, upon its release, would be known as the Oyster Quartz. Before diving into some of the models of the Oyster Quartz, we just want to give a little bit of the lead up to these movements. As we previously mentioned, Rolex started out its quartz ventures with the Beta 21 movement. They teamed up with 19 other Swiss watchmaking houses, or Maisons in French, in the 1960s. A group started by Patek Philippe, called CEH, came together hoping to stay ahead of the curve regarding electronic watch tech. Rolex and all other brands involved in this endeavor were inspired by the first commercial releases of electronic watches in the late 1950s. Having the resources and the finalized Beta 21 available by 1970, Rolex progressively put out 1,000 of their first Quartzstate 5100 watches. After the 5100's limited release, Rolex began in-house development of their first Oyster Quartz watch. The development of the models 5035 and 5055 took five years each seeing their Oyster Quartz release in 1977. Five years of R&D really shines through on these original Oyster Quartz watches. Having spent half a decade designing and engineering them, Rolex released the 5035 and 5055 watches with the same gusto as a high-end mechanical watch. In fact, they're the only Rolex Quartz watches to feature Geneva stripes on the movement. This marking is a horological flourish that solidifies these premier Oyster Quartz watches as truly polished timepieces. These two watch models weren't the last of the Oyster Quartz watches to be released, which is surprising considering that the quartz crisis that happened for decades really rocked Swiss watchmaking generally. In fact, the prolonged 25-year run of Oyster Quartz from Rolex was a serious testament to Rolex's branding power, their engineering, and their ability to keep themselves relevant in a market that's swimming in inexpensive quartz movements. As it went, Rolex followed up their stellar 5035 and 5055 Oyster Quartz watches with their Datejust and Daydate models. The Datejust models, as they still exist, are the 17,000 stainless steel, the 17013 steel and yellow gold, and the 17014 steel and white gold. Daydate Oyster Quartz watches in all gold were labeled as 19018 in yellow gold and 19019 white gold. The last of these date-centric Oyster Quartz models officially sold through Rolex was the Datejust 17000. It received its final catalog listing from the brand in 2001 and sold its last unit in 2003. Coming in just under the 26-year mark from the original Oyster Quartz release of the 5035 and 5055, 
This last 17,000 model Datejust was a solid anchor for their quartz run. Although the final sale of the 17,000 was the official end for Rolex quartz, there was a mysterious quartz Rolex sold at auction in 2004. Insiders and industry analysts believe this sale was tied to two in-house movements that Rolex had developed to follow up with previous quartz models. However, it's been 15 years without any new Rolex quartz releases, so it's likely that they've pushed this aspect of their brand out entirely. In smaller terms, essentially there doesn't seem to be much of a future for Rolex quartz watches. However, you never know what's going to happen from this brand. Indeed, Rolex is by no means a quartz-centric brand. Their quality is established primarily in their exquisite mechanical movement design. With that in mind, their masterful crafting has translated well to every single one of their quartz endeavors. Each of the estimated 25,000 Oyster Quartz watches made has sold and retained a high level of value. With pop culture iconography and stellar aesthetics, Rolex will likely continue to take the risks of consumers on for a plethora of years onward. With that in mind, perhaps they'll find a new way to reinvent their brand through quartz. Until then, every single one of their Beta 21 and Oyster Quartz models will be seen as collector's items. Just make sure that you have the paperwork to go along with them. Hello, and thanks for watching our YouTube video today. If you enjoyed it, please give it a like, and you can find similar videos right here. For more new and interesting content from Time Sticking on our channel, please subscribe at the link here. And for more information about wristwatch repair and watch maintenance generally, you can find us at timesticking.com. Thanks so much and have a great day.